I'm Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brodolo Podcast. Good day! Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brodolo Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters BG Cabon and Kai Ortinario. The Brodolo Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Today we podcast week 40 of the Stock Market Outlook for October 2, 2023 to October 6, 2023. Let's get on with the story. The rebound in share prices were sustained last week on quarterly window dressing and the rebalancing of the benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index. The main index gained 178.45 points to close at 6,321.24 points. It was a strong week for the local bourse as it rose by 2.91% under a quite strong trading activity relative to the year-to-date average, according to Japheth Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Stocks Financials Incorporated. Tanchanko said the market was able to get back above the 6,150 line and even went past the 10-day 20-day and 50-day exponential moving averages, which are seen to be bullish signs. However, Tanchanko said it was noticed that the market failed to take the 6,400 level, implying that the said line remains a resistance. Volume of trade was up, hitting an average of 6.18 billion pesos. For investors who were just 40% of the trades, were net sellers at 10.12 billion pesos. All other sub-indices closed on the green, led by the All Shares Index that gained 83.88 points to close at 3,400.83 points. The Financials Index rose 73.55 to close at 1,861.78. The Industrial Index added 109.84 to close at 8,915.66. The Holding Firms Index surged 218.62 to close at 6,033.57. The Property Index climbed 60.64 to close at 2,613.61. The Services Index was up 19.75 and the Mining and Oil Index was higher by 406.63 to close at 10,794.09. For the week, gainers led losers 149 to 69 and 36 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Asia Best Group International Incorporated, Top Frontier Investment Holdings Incorporated, GeoGrace Resources Philippines Incorporated, Dito CME Holdings Corporation, Imperial Resources Incorporated, LFM Properties Corporation, and Now Corporation. The top losers, meanwhile, were Metro Alliance Holdings and Equities Corporation B, Manila Mining Corporation A and B shares, Paxis Incorporated, Dizon Copper Silver Mines Incorporated, 
Nihao Mineral Resources International Incorporated, Forum Pacific Incorporated, and Concrete Aggregates Corporation B. The uptrend in share prices may discontinue this week as investors may return trading on the sidelines. Broker 2 Trade Asia said September inflation will be this week's highlight, at least on the macro side. This month's consumer price index will follow July's 4.7% and August's 5.3%, 2 Trade Asia said. The broker said this implies September will confirm an uptrend, which is very likely given the Banco Central ng Pilipinas projected band of 5.8% for the year. To Trade Asia added that inflation risk is still tilted to the downside given persistent supply shocks, energy and transport costs, and seasonal demand pool inflation. According to the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, expensive oil and electricity prices as well as the depreciation of the peso may have caused inflation to breach the 6% mark this September. In its month-ahead inflation forecast, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas said inflation could have averaged 5.3% to 6.1% in September. In August, inflation averaged 5.3%. However, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas noted that lower rice and meat prices could contribute to downward price pressures for September. It can be noted that President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. set a nationwide price cap on rice this month. Going forward, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas will continue to monitor developments affecting the outlook for inflation and growth in line with its data-dependent approach to monetary policy formulation, a statement from the Central Bank said. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas said in the statement issued in the first week of September, it expects inflation to remain elevated in the coming months due to continued impact of supply shocks on food prices and the rise in global oil prices. The central bank said the balance of risk to the inflation outlook continues to lean towards the upside owing to the potential impact of additional transport fare increases, higher than expected minimum wage adjustments in other regions, persistent supply constraints for key food items, El Nino weather conditions, and possible knock-on effects of higher toll rates on prices of key agricultural items. Meanwhile, the impact of a weaker-than-expected global economic recovery remains the primary downside risk to the outlook, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas added. The central bank disclosed that it intends to raise interest rates anew in its next meeting and maintain this rate until the end of the first semester of next year. Central Bank Governor Eli Remolona Jr. had announced that the Monetary Board decided to maintain its key policy rates for the fourth consecutive month this year. The target reverser purchase rate of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas was maintained at 6.25%. Accordingly, the interest rates on the overnight deposit and lending facilities were retained at 5.75% and 6.75% respectively. Central Bank Governor Remolona said that the expected rate hike in November would not be the last as conditions may merit more than one rate hike. The BSP governor said the central bank is considering a rate hike in November as mounting inflationary pressures are bound to increase in the coming months. Two Trade Asia said that base case hikes on the November and December meetings of 25 basis points each will put the policy rate to 6.75% by the end of the year while this explains the observable lack of excitement on the ground, it is better for investors to price this off now, especially as the Philippine Stock Exchange Index rebalancing has made the index more cyclical and consumer-oriented.
Now, Chango said investors are also expected to watch out for the upcoming S&P Global Philippines Manufacturing PMI and labor market data for clues on the health of the local economy. Chart-wise, the market's trading range is seen from 6,150 to 6,400 with a possible further testing of the resistance. Tanchango said if the market is able to get past 6,400, its next resistance is seen at 6,600. For the stock picks, Maybank Securities has maintained a buy rating on Shakey's Pizza Asia Ventures Incorporated as its first half income was in line with its estimates. Factoring in a higher average revenue per store, increase in higher margin dine-in sales, effective cost management, Maybank Securities has raised its fiscal year 2023 and 2024 earnings forecast by 11% and 12% respectively to 1.1 billion pesos and 1.3 billion pesos, which translates to a higher target price of 12 pesos. The share price of Shakey's Pizza Asia Ventures Incorporated closed last Friday at 9 pesos and 30 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Maybank Securities gave a buy rating on the stock of Cebu Air Incorporated, the operator of Cebu Pacific Airline. Maybank Securities said they forecast this year's net income of Cebu Air Incorporated to reach 6.1 billion pesos, a turnaround from the 14 billion pesos in net losses last year. Maybank Securities said it expects a 34% to 35% year-on-year increase in number of flights and passenger volume as travel demand rises. At this rate, Maybank Securities forecast the earnings of Cebu Air to exceed pre-pandemic levels by the year end of 2025. It cited the key risks include rising fuel costs and a weakening Philippine peso against the greenback. The share price of Cebu Air Incorporated closed last week at 34 pesos apiece. Jackie De Jesus, head of equity research at Maybank Securities Philippines, noted in a briefing paper that the market's first half earnings achieved 50% of fiscal year 2023 forecast, but the performances of Meralco, Metro Pacific Investments Corporation, Asen Corporation, Aboitis Power Corporation, Semerara Mining and Power Corporation, BMCI Holdings Incorporated, BDO Unibank Incorporated, and GT Capital Holdings Incorporated in the second quarter prompted a second round of upward earnings revisions, highlighting the market's robust fundamentals. Nevertheless, as market sentiment remains weak due to fuel-driven inflation pressures and the market's declining liquidity, Maybank Securities prefers stocks that have an average daily turnover of at least $3 million and have direct exposures to domestic consumption, according to Desus. And now for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical, and Astronomical Services Administration, or PODASA. In an advisory for severe tropical storm Jenny, issued at 11 o'clock p.m. of October 1, Pagasa said that Jenny has further intensified and is nearing typhoon category. The weather advisory forecasts heavy rainfall beginning the evening of Monday, October 2, until the evening of Tuesday, October 3, in Batanes, Babuyan Islands, the northern and eastern portion of mainland Cagayan, and the eastern portion of Isabel. Pagasa also forecasts accumulated rainfall from the evening of Tuesday to the evening of Wednesday in Batanes, Babuyan Islands, and the northern portion of mainland Cagayan, Apayao, and Ilocos Norte. In addition, Pagasa said Jenny will continue to enhance the southwest monsoon 
and bring occasional to monsoon rains over the western portions of central Luzon, southern Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao in the next three days. Jenny is forecast to move generally northwestward until Tuesday morning before turning west-northwestward on Wednesday and generally westward thereafter, the weather agency said. On the track forecast, Jenny will make landfall over the southern portion of Taiwan on Thursday afternoon or evening, then exit the Philippine area of responsibility over the Taiwan Strait between the evening of Thursday, October 5, or morning of Friday, October 6. Pagasa said Jenny is forecast to steadily intensify throughout the forecast period and may reach typhoon category today, October 2. Furthermore, Pagasa said Jenny may reach its peak intensity on Tuesday, October 3. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Business Mayor Brotherhood Podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmayor at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. The Brotherhood Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. Until the next episode, this is Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered.